Hey, this is my best friend Carolyn. And this is my best friend David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and and Grace Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers. Hello, baby. Hi, cheers. Cheers, ring-a-ding-ding. Ring a dang dang, huh? Would you look at this? Would you look at my glass? You know what's yes. not in it for fucking once in my goddamn life? Le quoi? Not a drop. <laughs> I can't believe it. Not a drop. Because I'm having what? A Moscow mule, honey. Whoa, I almost had that tonight. I'm having ginger beer with vodka in it. Which is just lime and mint short of a real Moscow mule. Yep. <laughs> but i'll tell you what right now what i'm having is vodka ginger beer and that's okay too yeah that sounds great very refreshed how are you what are you drinking i am having a little bit of a spritz i have a little bit of aperol Mm. and vodka and some 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 tonic water and it's deluge it's a beautiful color isn't it pretty Mm -hmm. like it i like it too um how are you how's your heart mind and body well I think we're both reeling today. Uh huh. From folks, a mere three hours ago, <laughs> we experienced a tectonic shift in the pop cultural. <laughs> um, the cat's world. trailer has dropped. And just today. we are, I think, reeling is the word to steal from you. Uh, like, reeling. It looks terrible it looks fully insane and i could not be more delighted i the cats are too small they look the size of mice when they're around the human things (laughs) like i own two cats of very different sizes they don't look like that next to those things Somebody on Twitter, which it has, if you are on Twitter, you will see that it has been a literal hurricane of tweets today about cats. So I don't know who this was, but somebody on Twitter tweeted, I love how correct they got the cat scale. Cats are, it it is correct that cats are both smaller than a plate and larger than a human. (laughs) (laughs) Also... In other Broadway news, we are getting a Moulin Rouge cast recording this this late summer or fall, which is oh, very wow. exciting. I know, yeah, that's soon, soon, soon. Uh, so that's very exciting, and like it's just a good day for theater kids. I also want to just shout out AM Diaz um, for oh, your hey, magnificent cats tweeting today. It's oh, been hysterical. Did he? Uh, oh, he did so good. It was so funny. He was um, comparing, repeatedly comparing it to the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat film. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm going to have and, to go and look at those. And like, he's like, side by side comparison, which, um, like, like, Hell Beast Cat. <laughs> cinematic universe do you belong in (laughs) oh my god amazing what a great day for everyone just also go go go, everybody go should go to youtube right now and look up heather headley Mm. memory heather headley singing memory is is the is the is is the sustenance that you need i promise i jay hudge she sounded great Oh, God, yeah. If we Um, just had a a track of of J-Hud singing Memory, I'd be satisfied. Yeah. Um, Anyway, this is about Will and Grace. Um, What episode are we on today? But Cats itself, isn't it also about Will and Grace? Don't Uh, all roads lead to Will and Grace? Especially theater ones. Yes. Do Um, you think that Jack and Will will not be joking about Cats, the movie, this fall on NBC? fucking... Better be. They started filming this week. I um, know. With, I tweeted all about uh, it. Yes, you did. Um, folks, follow us at Will and Grace Pod on Twitter because Carolyn is in charge, and every once in a while, I jump in for <laughs> for something snarky. But um, anyway, follow us because we're fun and cute. Um, my God, folks, do we have a treat for you today? This is such a grand episode. 
Ooh, wait, this wait, wait, is... wait, 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 before we get into oh, it. Okay, okay, I want to okay. talk about how you and I are both traveling and doing things because it's summer. Oh, yes. Um, so our mm-hmm. schedule is just going to be a little off. So next week we won't have an episode and then we're back. And then so it's just a little off. Don't fret. Yes. And then like even after the week that we're back in two weeks, we're down the line. We're going to have more bye weeks because I'm telling you guys, it's summer and we work hard and we want to make sure that we are well rested. <laughs> and and... time to watch the episode and also all of our equipment with us on our travels. Right. right. Um, and we deserve joy is yeah. what I'm saying. Sure. On a larger scale. Um, uh, I That's as far as I can go because I'm just north of illiterate. Um, anyway... <laughs> I disagree with that vehemently. Well, but like, you remember how I started making this drink about 30 minutes ago? And then I was just like, well, I need a refill. All I did was pour more vodka in. So I didn't refill it so much as strengthen it. <laughs> um, Good. And tell you what, tonight, kids, after the podcast, sometimes I go to the gym. Tonight is not one of those nights. <laughs> and I'm just going to finish this drink, probably have more drinks, and then pack and get on a plane in the morning. And order great. maybe a pizza later. Ooh, Stay tuned. Pizza. Watch this space. <laughs> um, so, yes, thank you for we pointing are on. out. <laughs> yes, <Episode>. it is <laughs> 415. 415. Titled Dying is Easy, Comedy is Hard. Original air date January 31st, 2002. Directed by James Burroughs and written by Darlene Hunt. What's that summary, David? Grace reveals her ex boyfriend's faults to his bride at the wedding rehearsal. Elliot's mother, Rosie O'Donnell, demands that Jack never see him again. This is a, a decent summary. It is. It hits both points. It both does. Plots. For once in its godforsaken life. Let's uh, talk about trivia. So this is actually from Wikia because mm-hmm. IMDb didn't have any. Okay. So Danny's last appearance. We never see Danny again. Bye, I Danny. assume he moves to the suburbs and has a couple kids with Sarah and they divorce in 17 years obsessed with the portrayal of a wedding in this episode also me too uh the the title of this episode is a play on shakespearean actor edmund Keane's alleged last words dying is easy comedy is hard uh dying in the title by the way is spelled as if you're dying your hair not which you will see the, Mm. the relevance of later on uh, Rosie um, O'Donnell was offered the part of Elliot's mother during the cast's guest appearance on her talk show in 2001, and she immediately accepted the role. Correct, Rosie. Isn't that cute? Um, it's adorable, and I, I, I mean, okay, let me prepare you right now, dear listeners, and also you, Carolyn, but I don't mm-hmm. think this is going to come as a surprise to you. You're about to experience a, an, a, a parade of love for Rosie O'Donnell. Yep. Um, an unending pledge of fealty to her forever until I die and beyond. Like, I adore her. I adore Rosie O'Donnell and I could not be more happy that she's, that she's here. I watched her talk show every day. Absolutely. Every day she every got day. me into Kushlings. I got home. I love from- Kushlings. Junior college, watch Rosie. Hell yeah. <laughs> so. It's so funny mm-hmm. that for you, that was junior college. And for me, I feel like it might have been the fourth grade. <laughs> I don't think it was. We're not that far apart in age. No, we're five so that years apart. It was my like freshman and sophomore year of college. So 2000, 2001. So like late middle school, early high school for me. Yeah, yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rosie I'm O'Donnell. an old person. <laughs> <laughs> You're what Twitter would call an elder millennial. I am. I am one of those Xennials. Xennial. Uh, yeah. You're the, right on the cusp. Yeah, right on the cusp. I was born in 82. So that's that generation between 78 and like 83 where it's and just weird for us. 
And I've also, so what's fucked up is my sister, hi Becky, it, my sister Becky. who was born in, brace yourselves, the 96, 90s. is technically a, is technically a millennial, yeah, she's which one of makes the me, which makes me one of the oldest millennials, you're but a, like, st- I still millennial. got like four years, but it's not, it's not middle because I've got like four years from the beginning of millennialism uh-huh. and like 10 years from the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the first half. I'm in the first half of being a millennial. Mm-hmm. I'm an early mid millennial. <laughs> Interior apartment. <laughs> Will is Carolyn reading did a- that thing where she put her 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 thumb and forefinger on the bridge of her nose and looked away. So we're in the apartment. Will is reading a tennis magazine for the shorts because they wear them in winter, and uh, wonders when he became this guy. <laughs> and also admiring men who wear shorts doesn't make you a pig. I I should know. Because I am not a pig. I admired your shorts just earlier. Thank you. I wear good shorts. You do. You have great legs. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it every day until I die. David's got great legs. I'm going to allow it. I'm going to let this happen. And they go on until next Tuesday, I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. So Grace comes in and says... If a woman was crying because she needed a size four camisole and it was the last one and she needed it to wear to a funeral, would you give it to her? And Will says, well, yeah. And and she's like, great, I'm going to use that again. <laughs> I have to I have to stop here for a moment because mm. she says cashmere camisole. Yeah, what and the fuck is why that? Why on earth would you ever buy a, an overpriced, expensive, fancy camisole. Isn't a camisole oh, supposed this, to be like under things? This is back in the day when we were wearing camisoles under blazers. Camisoles under blazers. Camisoles under other tank tops for the lacy fringy on top. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had many. It was a luke. Mm-hmm. That it was. Uh, <clears throat> Speaking so- of that pronunciation of that word... Um, did you know that new episodes David, of David, we are I... on my second note. <laughs> it's okay. Um, did you know that tomorrow? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> A new season of Queer Eye comes out. Yes. When I am en route between um, Los Angeles and Austin, did you know that the last time a new season of, of Queer Eye came out, I was also en route between Los Angeles and Austin? Fascinating. <laughs> okay. So, um, Jack enters. Grace says they have to leave soon for their wedding. Uh-huh. And, and, and Will's like, wait, you weren't kidding about going to Danny's wedding? Like, I, I really, I thought that was a joke. This is your ex-fiance's wedding. Like, uh, why would you want to go go to that except for except to like be petty and like mm-hmm. just basically to use uh today today's lingo to just flex on him um and she's like i do that's exactly why i why yeah. i want to go and he's like great i'm in <laughs> <laughs> so then jack comes in and has a conver- whole conversation with himself uh uh-huh. and grace is like oh i've seen this before We're- you're not supposed to wake them <laughs> like he's having a night terror poor thing uh, and he introduces Elliot, who comes in, and he is blonde. So blonde and wearing such a wig. Such a wig. Uh, like, look at the back. It's a wig and a it half. It is. Like, is it is it Lance Bass-esque? God, I don't even know. It's so bad. It's so ugly. Like, it's, because... Well, I mean, I'm, the coloring of it is what I'm getting Yeah, at. like the like the frosting element because yeah. you're getting strands of bleach blonde, but mm. underneath is his normal like you normal person is? hair color. It's Wade oh. Robson. Oh, gross. It really is. Uh, peace, and, peace and love, Wade. Peace and love. Oh, right. Sorry, I take back the gross. I mean, his hair um, was gross. <laughs> His hair, his hair was gross, but also he he had at that point probably not dealt with some demons. Uh-huh. Um, uh, anyway, so 
Um, Elliot asks about his hair and Jack says, no, no. For girl stuff, you go to Will. For gay stuff, you go to Grace. <laughs> and then we roll credits. Roll credits. Um, great line. Love that. Uh-huh. Um, so we're at the wedding. Oh, my God. I could not agree more with your note. What do I say? Looking like bombshells. Oh, yeah. Actually, ding, ding, ding. It is Grace. This is my ding, ding, ding. It is Grace this entire episode. She looks amazing. The little dress she's wearing to this rehearsal dinner. The little dress she wears to the 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 wedding. Like, it is... What? Her hair. She looks fucking fabulous. It's the, incredible. Okay, so the hair is... The hair specifically is my... I have a two-part mm-hmm, uh, fashion mm-hmm, moment mm-hmm. this week. One is a legitimate, like, wow, you look fabulous. And the other, you'll see. But um, the hair is, again, two episodes in a row, fabulous and big in the front and flowy and blown out. Oh, my God. It's so good. I'm horny. I'm horny. I am horny for her hair. Thinking about this hair. It's incredible. It's so good. Um, It, 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 uh... It is sort of like what, how her hair looks now in the reboot. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I think her reboot hair is perfect. Yeah, she looks incredible. Like it was also very oh, good in Mysteries so good. of Laura. So I didn't watch Mysteries of Laura, um, and I'm a, I'm awaiting its Hulu arrival. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, because sure. obviously Deborah Messing is my <clears throat> queen. Um, uh. And now I and I feel bad for having not watched it, and I also feel bad for having thought that Smash could have been, frankly, a little better. Smash season three. Let's do it. How dare you utter those words? I want it. But like, I want it to be better. Like Smash was like fun and gaggy and gay and like. Like, and that's what it did. But like the show itself wasn't good enough. And I was like, oh, you guys have posh. so much to work fabulous. with here. There is no excuse for the show not to be better. Pish posh. They're at the rehearsal also, dinner. how dare you kill, how dare you kill Andy Mintus, 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 who knows? God bless him. I love that kid. Okay. So they're the at the rehearsal dinner owner. and Will's like, are you sure we were invited to this thing? And later... There's two chairs at a table that is assigned to them. So like, yeah, well, you're invited to this thing. But Grace is like, I don't know. I but knew. Like, I knew you would pick that. I knew. <laughs> well, come on. Uh, so Danny's uh-huh. got to go tea. He introduces his fiance, Sarah, who's super sweet to Grace. Grace has been in Architectural Digest, House and Garden, and World of Interiors. Grace is famous. Grace is famous. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, this is, you know, at this point, what, it's 2002. Yes, we go to the rehearsal dinner. Like, grow up. The rehearsal dinner is not just for the bridal party. Wedding party. Excuse me. Um, Carolyn has opinions. I have opinions. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, so Will, Will tells Sarah he's a lawyer. She says, oh, I'm sorry. And then walks away and... Oh, that line delivery, by the way, is fucking amazing. Oh, I didn't Whoever look up this who actor she is. is. She is flawless. Yeah, she's great. God, I love her. She, her sense of humor matches this show so brilliantly in a way that not all guest stars do. It's just affronted what? with what? both cats <laughs> and the Lion King looking on IMDb. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh no. Ah! <laughs> oh, Lion yeah. King opens tonight, doesn't it? Did I tell you? Did I tell you that like last week? So I'm going to oh, have no. an LA moment here on the pod. Okay. Um, so I was driving last week to meet Aaron and Chase in Hollywood to play darts. And um, I drove and I got held up and I was like, why is traffic fucking stopped? It's 9 p.m. It was the Lion King premiere. I didn't realize that I was driving past <laughs> where Beyonce was. So this is Jennifer Aspen. 
is her name. Oh, Jennifer. Okay. She's lovely. What's she done here? What's she doing? She was on Glee for a minute. Oh, good for her. Doing what? Standard. Oh, I don't know. She was Kendra. I don't know who Kendra is. Jennifer, we love you. You are fucking fantastic. Oh, she was on Sharp role. Objects. She was one of the one of the ladies on Sharp Objects, the like bitchy ladies. Oh, funny. Okay, great. Great, great, great. Oh, so good. Okay, perfect. Okay, so she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And she, I want to point out that she is like, oh, Grace, the interior designer. She does not care that Grace is an ex. Danny is so sweet to Grace. Like, it's such a like healthy situation. It's it, kind it, of amazing. It blows the mind how, like, oh my God, this episode is so good for so many reasons, but especially because it really lets Grace and Will and Jack and Karen be kooky on their own, despite their surroundings, because everybody around them is being normal as fuck. And, like, even good and, like, supportive. Like, Danny being kind to Grace and like having nice things to say about her and like yeah you'll see you'll see you'll see sorry I'm 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 really chatty today did you just spill uh-huh <laughs> great it's fine so David <clears throat> there's a moment here where Will is saying how much he hates when people you know, harp on the fact that he's a lawyer and he feels like no one's listening to him. And then mm-hmm. Grace looks at him and says, I'm prettier, right? <laughs> yes. Tell me. Yes, I clocked. Has that, uh, has that ever happened in Literally, your experience? I, well, no, 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 no. Uh, of course <laughs> it's happened. And I want to also validate you, though, by saying that I have done this to you. True. True. Okay. Um, so yes, so Grace is concerned, obviously going to your ex's wedding. I have not gone to an ex's wedding. Have you gone to an ex's wedding? Fuck no. I've never spoken to an ex again. Oh, we are different. Yeah. We've had this conversation. (laughs) Yeah, we have. We also unloaded today Um, that we are different on pop culture things. Apparently. Yeah. A couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jack is staying at the apartment. He's on the phone with a friend, uh, saying, "I don't know where Will and Grace are on their honeymoon." Uh, <laughs> hey, you call me later. And he answers the door, and it's Karen, and she's there with tickets to Jamaica. Oh my God, mm-hmm. what did I just say? Jamaica is the word. Jamaica, though, is what you said. <laughs> <laughs> She's got tickets to Jamaica because Stan is in prison, so Jack should go with her, but he can't because he's deciding what he is going to be for Elliot's career day. Right. He's like Secretary of State or uh, something other funny. I don't remember. Yes, Um, something other funny. And mm -hmm. uh, she tries to convince him, but then there's a knock on the door. And who should it be? David is doing like (laughs) Stefan. It's Rosie. I am, I am. (laughs) Chicago's hottest club is (laughs) Rosie O'Donnell. Um, Okay, so Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie Mm -hmm. O'Donnell, and so they queer icon, queer icon Rosie O'Donnell is standing there, and the audience does not react properly. No, they do not. They don't clap for her. Why? I don't get it. If I had been in that studio audience, I would have leapt to my feet and screamed until my throat bled. Like, if I were in the same room as Rosie O'Fucking Donnell. Aw. And what does she say to Jack? I'm going to kick (laughs) your ass. Oh my God. Okay, wait. The Brooklyn accent. The Brooklyn accent is so gorgeous. Genius. She's perfect. Okay. I'm going to kick your ass. And then we um to commercial. To commercial. And we come back okay. and I I <laughs> I am never Oh my god. This is the funniest thing that's ever happened at a wedding for me. 
And so it's toast time at the rehearsal dinner. And the best man stands up and says, let's hear from Sarah's college friend, Beth. And Beth stands up and she starts this little speech saying, well, Sarah and I met at college. (laughs) And they both do this little gesture. And Uh the, okay, (laughs) can I tell a wedding story? It's please, please. Yes. It, I, what if I was like, no, don't tell any side stories, Carolyn. We just cruise right through the synopsis <laughs> on this show. Okay. So this is a wedding years ago. I'm not going to use real names, obviously. Um, so it was this younger girl. She was marrying a guy. She, she was like 23 and he was 33, which is a big difference. Oh, boy. And we were having this big Jewish wedding at a beautiful downtown uh, venue right on Michigan Avenue. It was gorgeous. Uh, <clears throat> the wedding party, the bridal party were all very young and the groomsmen were all older. Uh, they were a sweet couple, uh, but the bride really wanted a like backyard garden wedding and they had to have, but mm. his family wanted this big giant Jewish wedding and they paid for everything. So they had it. And so it was kind of a little bit of a culture clash in that way. And the maid of honor, was this cute, stupid blonde. (laughs) And I am not joking. I am going to say this verbatim. I am not exaggerating in any way. When she got up to give her maid of honor speech, she stood up there in front of the band and she said into the microphone, Michelle and I met when we were students at Interlochen just because uh-uh. we were the pretty girls on campus. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I'm not oh my kidding. God. Oh my God. That oh exact God. voice. The fact that also you said Interlochen makes me want to rip my skin off. So when the speech started happening, Beth giving this little toast to Sarah, I lost it. that's real that happens she's also the actor playing the maid of honor has definitely experienced yes like um what is that is it an snl sketch when it's like soul lights raise a glass no it's amy amy schumer oh yes it's the amy schumer show yeah i remember that yeah um so let me tell you kids Uh if you have to give a speech it's wedding season if you're giving a toast three to five minutes no inside jokes Get it done. Uh, nobody cares what you have to say. They want to eat. So. <laughs> Couldn't anyway, more. So Will and Grace sneak in, find their chairs at their table, which they are clearly assigned to. And who's mm-hmm. sitting there? But Janice from Friends. Janice from Friends. Also, this episode is like a, a, a the night of a thousand right? guest stars. Like, holy yeah. shit. She gets, she is criminally underused in this she episode is. also. It's Janice. She is a comedic genius. What is wrong with you and people? And she's using her real voice, which is strange. Uh, the cognitive dissonance of mm-hmm. looking at her face on a sitcom and not hearing Chandler, like, it like blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they introduce themselves uh, around, she's a depressive, other guy is what he he's something uh, he's uh i'm like he's manic depressive and i'm something uh, it's a great i don't joke. remember Fuck it me. is a really I'm funny sorry. joke but anyway so <laughs> grace is like well i'm an interior designer and will is and will says a uh, professional tennis player <laughs> why also doesn't he say tennis pro that's the uh, word for professional tennis player Maybe I thought he said, or maybe no. Or maybe that's coach. Tennis pro is a coach at like a country club, right? And Why whereas on professional earth would tennis I know player is like a. Well, I don't know. You've been to more country clubs than I have. That's true. Wedding I was planner. just at one. You're right. <laughs> I was. Ravinia Green Country Club. Good lord! So um, many white people. So uh-huh. on the North Shore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Classic. So somehow the idiot best man calls on Grace, Danny's ex. Why? Why? Would you ever do that to your Why? friend? And then Danny is like, come on, Grace. 
You don't have to be right? funny. Like, what are you doing? Weird thing to say. Weird thing to also, say. Also, Danny is an unsupportive and mean. Um, so Grace gets up. I burped. Excuse me. Um, Grace gets up. And she's, like, really embarrassed. She does not... Talk to the burp. Does not want to talk. Um... <laughs> And she kind of kills. And, she kills. The jokes are yeah. funny. Yeah, she's great. And it's structured like a stand-up set. Um, and um, she roasts Danny, but not in a mean way. And everybody laughs, um, and Sarah laughs, and he laughs, and they're all laughing, and it's fine. I also, though, want to say that the actor playing Sarah, as she's listening, you see on her face, she's like, ha uh what yeah hundred percent marrying yes she's so good she is really good god she's this really is such good. a jennifer great aspen. episode jennifer aspen she's you're doing incredible great. we love you um so uh will is there too great <laughs> also this rehearsal dinner is wildly expensive and outlandish what are you doing and at the same venue yeah. and at the same venue which as happens, the wedding itself which like, is crazy yeah it's, it does sure yeah it, this is but, like a destination this looks like a country house somewhere where everybody stays and you you're right the exterior the yeah the exterior shots look like a giant plantation home like where uh uh blake lively got married and Ryan, got to ryan reynolds mm-hmm. Never forget. Um, okay. So. We're back at the apartment. Uh-huh. And Bonnie, our dear Rosie, is there. And she's kind of laying into Jack. Why? She's pissed. Because she has given Elliot, or she, Jack has given Elliot a gay haircut, meaning mm. the blonde. Yes. And um, so they're kind of sniping at each other. And it Karen really escalates. Comes over. Yeah. Um, Karen. Yes, you go. Karen comes over to make peace and she says, now, Roger, is it? <laughs> Bonnie. <laughs> oh, pretty. Oh, pretty. Um, listen, uh, my Rosie, I have had her teeth whitened. I have had her, her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All these plastic yeah. surgeries. <clears throat> Point is, Do I think I broke her come- spirit. Would you want? Would you like to come work for me? <laughs> and and Bonnie says in response, you know, if there were any justice in the world, there'd be an alligator somewhere carrying you as a handbag. <laughs> snap, 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 snap. And she's just holding her own with these two people who are pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she tells Jack, bottom line, moms make the rules. You have no rights. You're just a test tube. And it escalates. Not just that moms make the rules, but she's like, you're not his parent. I'm his parent. You're the donor that I agreed to allow him to meet. Like, Mm -hmm. really, really good points being made by Bonnie. Yeah. And it escalates to the point where she says, you can't see Elliot anymore. And she storms out. Rightly so. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. She's parented this kid for 12 years. And uh-huh. yeah, her reason is kind of stupid, but then Jack kind of steps it up in a way that makes Bonnie go, you know what? Never mind. You can't spend my time, spend time with the son. And, and she's in the wrong because Elliot has formed a bond with, with Jack mm-hmm. and that's her kid. And he should be the one to decide whether or not he continues a relationship with his father. Yes. But man, the fire in her eyes is, and wasn't she it's, at it's, this time, like newly a parent? Yes. Yes, and uh, she has she is an adoptive mother, and like, imagine, imagine that you are a queer person in the public eye, and you are you are a parent, and you are a parent in a quote unquote non traditional way, um, and like, you get this role, and you get to say these words. Yeah, what a moment. What a moment. Like, this is 2002. And there's two gay parents on national broadcasting company's television program. Rosie. That's amazing. It, oh, God. Okay. 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 So. 
So we are back at the wedding. Great. It is the wedding day now. It's the next day. Grace is in a, in a dress that I wanted and nearly purchased. Uh, it was that very close. That dress is a lingerie slip. No, it's not. It's got structure. That was how dresses were back then. We, I mean, they had structure, but they mostly looked like lingerie. Okay. That is true. And she of that looks time period. hot. She does. She looks incredible. She looks so good. That hair. Oh my Ugh. God. Half of my fashion moment. My other half is coming. I promise. Uh, so <clears throat> Will's like, nobody thinks you're funny. And someone comes right up to her and says, you were so funny last night. And then <laughs> Will's like, yeah, you look great with those poppy seeds in your teeth. And she's like, oh man, right. she goes to the bathroom. And Will is approached by a young man who's very attractive mm-hmm. and says, you're the oh tennis pro, right? And, and Will's like, um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, and he like looks him up and down. And he's like, yes, yes, I am. Um, so Sarah is in the bathroom when Grace gets in there mm-hmm. trying to escape from the mother-in-law and they bond on that. I am obsessed with how Sarah like carries this dress too. She like yes. just like, is, like picking it up and she's like, God, this is too big to walk the in. This is not 10 normal. Pounds. It like it's huge. It's huge. It's a big dress. She looks great. Yeah. It's very this is 2002 and this is my wedding dress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so I just got a text message from Tyler that says we must talk about the Cats trailer ASAP. (laughs) I'm leaving that in. (laughs) I'm leaving it in. It's great. It's good. It's canon. And also, everybody knows who Tyler is. If you're a listener, you know Tyler. That's true. Tyler Dean. (laughs) We must talk about it. Uh, So Grace tells, while, while she's sucking poppy seeds out of her teeth, Grace tells Sarah, I'm so happy I'm here. Thank you for letting me be here. It's just so kind of you. And Sarah gives her compliments and then says, but you were right. Mm-hmm. And she calls off the wedding. She's like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get married to Danny. Because Grace and made such good And she goes points. into the bathroom stall and right. Grace is very convincing. As usual, Grace's great plan has backfired. <laughs> um, so then. So uh, Will is out. Uh-huh. Will is holding court. Oh, my God, Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. Yes, you uh. can. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding court. Do you horrible. get it? <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Like how last week it was the 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 prison jokes. Jokes about jail. True. Yes. I didn't make them. Will made them. Yes. So. And the title. Learns... The title was also a joke about jail. Yes. So Will is learning from these people that because they're all very curious about his tennis career and he's learning that there is another professional tennis player at this wedding. Mm-hmm. Can you believe? No, I cannot. Who would un- who who would have thought? And they're like, "We'll go get him." And he's like, "Oh, no, 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 no." Uh, uh. And the guy shows up. We go back to the bathroom. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I skipped a scene. Great. Okay. Yes, great. Great, 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 great. So we go back to the bathroom. Uh-huh. Sarah doesn't want to marry Danny. Will runs in. Can I escape here? Is there a window? Does it look like there's a window? Or does it smell like there's a window? Does it smell like there's a window? Mm -hmm. The delivery on that joke is so beautiful. Fabulous. It's Fabulous, Deborah Messing. So uh, Will's and Grace is like, get the fuck out. I'm trying to, she doesn't want to marry Danny anymore. This is bigger than you. And so he leaves again. You need to leave. We have shit to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's approached by Steve. Uh Uh-huh. And um, he's like, oh, uh, Will from the Davis Cup. (laughs) And holds out his hand to shake his hand. And he's like, Ah, Steve from the Davis Davis Cup. Cup. (laughs) And they like share a nod. And um, we are made to understand 
that not just one person is pretending to be a tennis pro at this wedding because their real job sucks. <laughs> uh, we head back to the apartment. Jack is very blue and delivering one of my favorite monologues of all time into the mirror above the mantle. And he is saying, when you coming home, son, I don't know when we won't be together then. <laughs> um, and he's lyrics of the song. So, but making them sadder, do, sadder if possible. Do does Cats in the Cradle go to Spotify then? It's so depressing. Um, it's the saddest song ever written. Um, I feel like so no. yes, definitely. Yeah, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I won't I, like it, but I'll do it. I so, hate that like, song. <laughs> I but I hate if we it. are being true to the mission of the Will and Grace and Vodka Spotify playlist. It must go on. Thank you, Carolyn, for your bravery. You know, it's it's been rough, mm-hmm. but 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 yes, I will I will do that. Carolyn has worked her fingernails bloody <laughs> on this Spotify playlist. No, she hasn't. She is. She's got a back injury <laughs> from building this playlist from you know why her back hurts because she's been carrying this podcast on her back for almost two years <laughs> that's why her back hurts i'm pretty sure it's because i'm 37 and was deadlifting and i shouldn't have been no you can deadlift if you're 37 i know you- you're giving me such a look right now i've got my body has five years on your body that's true so call me when you're 37 which you will anyway and we'll, I true. we'll discuss. But, but, but I also, we have to say for the people that before I turned 30, which is too long ago, um, but before it I turned 30. two years you, ago. Yeah, but do you remember being 32 and being like, oh my God, I've been in my 30s for two years? That's fucked up. Um, that's how I'm, that's where I'm at. Um, so before I turned 30, mm. Carolyn and every other person who turned 30 before me was like, no, there's like some creepy, disgusting, cruel joke of a switch that flips when you turn 30 100%. that makes life worse. And I was like, yeah, there isn't. that's not how biology works. Oh, but then I turned 30. <laughs> Don't be 30, kids. And Carolyn fate. Carolyn famously was not able to make it to my 30th birthday karaoke because she had a wedding and I drank too much. I drank way too much. And the next day I had to go to a wedding. Yeah, that's right. It was the worst day of my life. I took you to, I'm not exaggerating. I took you to the nicest lunch and we had tacos and I gave you a pretty watch. And socks. I have my beautiful watch. It's right over there. And I love my socks. They're right in there in my closet. But, and a deck of cards, the gentleman's (gasps) deck. That's right. Oh, that was Um, good. Which are also right over there. Um, But I did not believe you. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, like this beautiful wedding, my, my, my friends, Liz and Astor, who are still happily, beautifully married and are dear friends of mine, their wedding was the day after my 30th birthday. And I was totally miserable <laughs> it was the worst hangover i have uh-huh. ever had something switches ever. something happens and we all want to die so mm-hmm. anyway karen shows up she says i brought you something oh it's elliot and he says oh i've been kidnapped <laughs> and it's real cute <laughs> uh so then <clears throat> we are back in the bathroom with grace and sarah uh grace is trying yes. to convince him she's saying convince sarah not her her, not him, uh, convince her to go through with all of it, even though Danny is childish and immature. He's a good guy, and she starts going through this list of nice things that Danny did for her. And then we're back at Bonnie's mm-hmm. house. And and so Bonnie is sitting in front of the TV, and she's turning off the TV, and Carolyn has her hands above her head, and so do I, because this is my it's favorite so moment of the whole TV show. <laughs> she's like, daytime TV sucks. And turns off, and the, the the audience. I'm like, who was in the audience this day? A bunch of asleep people, sleeping sleeping people. Was is- it was it people who were on Dramamine? <laughs> like, what is wrong with all of you? That's gold. Dramamine. They that's did brilliant. There was like that acknowledge laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, ah! I get it. Ah. <laughs> 
But they no. weren't genuinely laughing am, hard enough because that was so fucking funny. I am uh, angry at the Will and Grace audience in 2001, probably when they filmed this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to go back in time and tell them that they need to cheer for Rosie. They need to be nicer to Rosie. Snap, snap, snap. Absolutely. Also, do you see me doing this a lot? Um, yeah, why? She's she's practicing her this speeches. Is, this is this is Alexandria Ocasio Cortez questioning others. <gasps> That's fucking incredible. And I keep doing it because I've watched so many videos and I love her so much and she is such a genius at, at questioning. <laughs> Did you see like right before we started filming, Ilhan Omar landed came home in... to Minnesota and everybody cheered? Welcome oh! home. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I did. Uh, anyway. Thank God. Protect her. Protect her at all costs, everybody. Please. Um, uh, so Karen and Elliot come in with Jack. Elliot confesses. They they confess to Bonnie mm-hmm. that Elliot was signed out of school by Karen to go see Jack because Elliot missed him. And they mm-hmm. are like two little children. And it is hysterical. They're so cute. Also, ding, ding, ding. I love this. Oh, talk about it. Talk about okay, it, so. Ooh, babe. Um, it is a. You have to go with me here. Rosie O'Donnell is wearing a mossy faded green long sleeve T-shirt. And that is her top. That is just her top. That's all she's wearing. And she's got it. It's the sleeves are really long and the sleeves come down to, you can't see it, but they come down below her wrist. Like the sleeves are a little too long and um, they're pushed up a little bit at the beginning of the scene. And later as the scene goes on, um, I'm sorry, but I'm going to spoil this. She, she comes out. She says, Jack, I'm gay. When, when she says that, in a studio with cameras, this the sleeves are like down around her thumbs and she's like fussing with them. And it like watching her do this made me cry because she's being so vulnerable and truthful and like expressing this beautiful reality about who she is. And she's, Yes, it's scripted, and yes, it's for a comedy show, and yes, the world already knew this, but, like, it's a really vulnerable moment. And um, her use of this, like, mossy green long sleeve t-shirt is um, is really, really beautiful, and I loved it, and I really fixated on it uh, in this scene. So that's the other half of my fashion moment. Um, anyway, so. Well, damn. <laughs> um, like, it's just, it's really sweet, and I couldn't, I couldn't help but notice. Love you. I love That's you really so cool. much, Rosie. Oh, my God. I love you. I love you. I love you. You're my fucking hero. This scene is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we send the kids. We send Elliot to his room. We send Karen to her limo. <laughs> uh, and Bonnie tells Jack this is not cool. And he says... What did I tell you? I told you you're not supposed to see him again. He's like, I did not come get him. He... They came to me. And I... The first thing I did... What was the first thing I did? I brought him here. And Rosie's standing really close to him. And she's like, are you wearing blush? And he goes, the second thing I did was bring him here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you gotta, gotta put your face on. So then, you know, Jack kind of gets a little bit more comfortable with Bonnie confronting him like this. And Jack says, you know, I see right through this, the gay haircut. I get it. I get what you're doing. And Bonnie's like, no, you don't. And, um, and and Jack is like, you don't like me because I'm gay. And she's like, that's not true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Jack, I'm gay. No, you're not. Say something lesbianic. Home Depot. The crowd goes wild. Wild. And an iconic Will and Grace moment is born. We are given a word 
that we will use forever, lesbianic. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie Lang, you are a lesbian. <laughs> thank you. Like, say something lesbianic, Home Depot is forever, forever. Like, it's like seared across my frontal lobe. Um, I think it'd be your hippocampus. Hippocampus. Um, anyway, this is such a fucking wonderful scene. It is. So, it's beautiful. And she tells him Elliot doesn't know. And she's going to tell him. And she is, she's, she's upset with Jack mostly because she's like, it's taken me 12 years to tell this kid that I'm gay. It took you a handshake. You said it with a handshake. And. Got and me, she says, got me, got me, got me. <laughs> yeah, that got me good. Uh, and she says, I'm in charge of telling him that I'm gay. I I am in charge of everything. <laughs> I am his mother. I decide his haircuts. I decide when he's when he goes to school. And I am in charge of telling him when I am gay on my own time. Understand? Oh, my God. Yeah. This scene just, the show is so good. Fuck. It's so beautiful. And then Jack says, two gay parents like every kid's dream. They have this this moment together where they just look at each other and Jack kisses her on the cheek and leaves. She holds out her hand for a handshake and Jack is like, yes, and he I'm going to go for it and I'm going to give her a kiss on the cheek. And it's. Oh, my God. And just the way that they're looking at each other in solidarity, in love for their kid, in just. Mm -hmm. It's it's really beautiful. If you haven't, if you're just listening to the the podcast and you haven't watched the episodes in a while, this is one you should definitely look at. I could not agree more with Carolyn on this. Like, if you have not seen this episode and you're just listening to it, like, it's season four, episode 15, um, Dying is Hard, um, comedy is, Dying is Easy, comedy is hard. hard. Whatever. Um, Just go watch it, if only for this scene. Like, it's great. And it also feels to me like, you know how early on in like season one, I'm like, Jack is so desexualized. Jack is such a clown. Jack is just a puppet. Blah, 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 blah. Obviously he's evolved past that. But like, if there were a landmark moment when Jack became a like capital R, capital P real person, it's this episode Mm. for me. Um, Like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh my God. I love it so much. Even just like the small gesture of saying, okay, Elliot and I aren't even stopping for ice cream. We're going straight to his mom's house. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like yep. I am respecting this woman's wishes as a parent. Yep. Okay. So moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay. Wedding. So the other tennis, the other quote unquote <laughs> professional tennis player uh-huh. tells Will he works for the IRS and <laughs> He's like, try telling that to people at parties. Mm-hmm. Like you told someone you killed a lot of people. <laughs> or you killed your family or something. Right, right. So then we go to the bathroom and Grace is now crying on the floor about how great Danny was. <laughs> Grace, you're such a like fucking a idiot. fucking idiot. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I miss Danny. And then Sarah comes out of the bathroom stall and kneels next to Grace and says, Grace, poor Grace. You're okay. Thank you. And Danny pokes his head in. She's like, you're not supposed to see me before we get married. And he runs away. And Before Grace the wedding. And she's like, wedding? Wedding? And Sarah says, yeah. And they're going to get married. Super. She also delivers that really well. She's like, I'm getting married today. Yes. She's so good. It's so good. She is really good. She's excellent. <sighs> uh, so... Grace keeps crying and she blows her nose on one of those disgusting circle towel things in gas station bathrooms. Why is this posh wedding venue? Also, I feel like it's a little tacky, the wedding venue. It's so tacky. Like the women's bathroom is all pink. Everything is pink. It's pink and pink and pink and pink and pink and red. Right. Which, as everyone knows, is the kindest uh, color combination to your senses. Uh, uh Uh-huh. 
so it's one of those disgusting like towel in a circle thing mm-hmm. and i don't know how they're clean or what how that works but ugh, so she, she just keeps blowing pulls her nose and, and she does Lucy. it three times yeah. it's lucille ball it's yes. perfect it is hysterical. so fucking funny anyway <clears throat> she goes out goes so to the wedding we're at the ceremony it's the end of the ceremony the officiant pronounces the man and wife mm-hmm. and says you may kiss your bride which is really said these days it um, is not you lie what? It you may kiss your bride. It's rarely said. Oh, I thought you said it's really said. No, rarely. Okay, Usually okay, it's okay, like okay, you okay. may kiss each other or okay. you may share a first kiss or whatever it is. Okay. At least for my couples, like I mean, I guess it's fine if that's what you said in your wedding, like that's your prerogative. It's your fucking wedding. Of course. Of course. And I yeah, shouldn't be you so judgmental, but oh my god. <laughs> At our rehearsal, my father was like, do I put your hand in his? And I was like, I'm not property. There you go. And then everybody laughed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Grace is wishing it were her up there. They kiss. And, and Danny grabs Sarah's ass. And with his other hand gives a thumbs up. And she's like, oh, okay, and we are leaving. Yeah, and Grace is like, oh my god, we have to leave. It could have been me up there, and they run away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. End of episode. End of episode. Carolyn. That was great. Carolyn. David. David. Do we have takeaways? I am a little drunk. Yeah. Stop romanticizing your exes. You had good times. You didn't stay together for a reason. Get over it, please. Just move on. Ooh, I feel that that is directed squarely at me um (laughs) it's not susan susan um okay what's yours my takeaway is got to do with the other storyline as carolyn and i are want to do in our takeaways um and Sometimes when you are growing up gay, you can feel like, okay, so it doesn't exactly apply because um, sweet little Elliot is not gay. And I guess I have more than one sort of takeaway idea. One thing being sometimes when you're growing up gay, you do wish a little bit if you've got very supportive parents who are really open to you being playful and feminine when you're a kid, as I did, um, that your parents gave you a little bit more armor and I guess I want to take that back. Like I don't wish that my parents had raised me any differently. I don't wish my parents had ever said you cannot bleach your tips. You're going to look gay. Yeah. Like I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad I am mm-hmm. who I am and I'm glad I have supportive parents. The other side I'm of that. you are who you are. Oh, shoosh. Thanks. You um, shoosh. <laughs> the other thing, the other takeaway is that I have decided some. I have decided I have a demand for the reboot. And oh, okay. I, what is it? I hope that you are listening. I need Elliot to have a redemption arc. I need. Uh, please, please. I need a redemption arc for Elliot. Like it's really yeah. important to me. Like seeing this beautiful story with Rosie, Rosie, Rosie. The work Rosie put in to have that followed up with Elliot becoming who he becomes is really disappointing. Um, If you haven't watched the first season of the reboot, Elliot has married a really conservative Christian girl and don't spoil it. Okay. I won't spoil it, but go watch it. It's, it's good. And Jack is excellent in it. Um, Rosie's not in it and I hope they bring her back, but like I need a redemption arc for Elliot. Like it's really important. It's it's really important to me that we honor the storyline from the original and, and we like um, give that a happy ending because this episode has such a happy ending. Everything is wrapped (laughs) up so happily, you know? So not a hand job. God, Carolyn. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's, those are my takeaways. Good. Yeah. I'm drunk. I have one more. Okay. Da, 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 da. 
Thank you as always to PJ Hankey for our theme music and Sasha Gerritsen for being our executive producer. Patreon.com slash Will and Grace and Vodka. You can throw us a few dollars for uh, one time or every month. Thank you to Natalie G, Patrick and Emily J, and Dara T, our continued patrons. We love you. If you haven't already, find us on social media, Will and Grace Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And I understand that there are some of you who are still using Facebook, and I will get to you shortly. Carolyn will not because she does not have Facebook anymore. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, anyway, that's our podcast. Thank you for listening. Congratulations. You made it. Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> goodnight, Gracie. Test, test. Test, test. Perfect. We have the exact same height of wave. Great. I'm Your ready when you are. height of wave is something. Mm-hmm. That's what all the boys tell me. Ha, 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 ha,